Rekord. Yes. <laughs> Ever Tim. Your new laughter is hilarious. It's not new. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just. I agree I, with it. What? Do, how? How do I describe it? Because it, okay, so so for those who don't know what we're talking about, I am aware of this now. I wasn't really aware of it before, but there is a laugh that I do, which is more of an inhaling laugh. That's like a <laughs> yeah. Now. <clears throat> I and it was Eileen, our wonderful social media person, yes. who pointed that out. That I have this particular peculiar laugh that she said, "Oh my god, it's a new laugh you do. I love it." Um, I listened to the timestamp that she said, and my response is, "It's actually not a new laugh. It's just that." And I figured this out this week. I was like, "Why has no one heard me do that laugh before?" It's a laugh that I normally do to myself. Or when I'm alone with Natan. Mm. And maybe because we're on correspondence, I'm in the mindset that I'm not in the same room as you. It could be. <laughs> it's So it's more my laugh that I think it's my laugh that I do when something's funny, but I don't want to be overly loud because I'm in a house with other people. Yeah. 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 Yeah, my new my new laugh. Yeah, I came to France. I got a new laugh. I I got a new laugh the other day. It's like uh, no, what what, what is, is it? it? Uh, I do I do something weird. I can <laughs> Let's see if it comes up. I mean I mean if you if you can't if you if your laugh doesn't evolve with time then are you even aging like exactly. you know this is exactly being mature, M- mature, <laughs> mature, <laughs> mature, mature. So how's but life? Hey, I mean, how's life? How's life? How's life? Do you know what I did the other day? What'd you do? Or, well, I didn't do it. Aaron did. Aaron bought me knee-high leather boots. And they are the most glorious thing that I've ever owned. <gasps> they sound expensive, though. They were not. Well, but they were, really? they were not like 50,000. But they are still real, le- yeah. real leather. They're real leather. Yes, do you want to see them? They're gorgeous. Wait one more. Yes, moment. I do. I do. I know this is terrible radio for people, but I just have to see them. <gasps> wow. They're beautiful. They're very nice. They look nine- really nice. They're very 90s. But I like them. They look great. Yeah. I feel I feel like a squeeze when I'm wearing it. And <laughs> this squeeze. <laughs> a complete squeeze. You just need some you just need some huge eyelashes and a massive fur coat. Oh. I want for a fur coat. I know, right? I know we're not supposed to, but they're just so luxurious and wonderful. I know. Um, I have one in my but how in my storage room that my grandma owns, and it's like down to the floor, like it's full length. Oh, okay. It's beautiful. Yeah, you don't really want to wear that just out on the town, no, because then you look like a pimp. Yes, but it's beautiful. But how? Yeah. How I, you asked how I am today? Um, 
today to up i mean i hey not in front of my salad the podcast you're listening to it's yes. all about honesty it is um and to today i actually i had to um uh i have a i have an appointment tomorrow with the french unemployment office okay sounds exciting <laughs> yeah because obviously like like almost every performer on the planet right now, I'm unemployed. Yes. Um, and I'm I'm living in a country where I don't know enough of the language to be able to get a job. Uh, but you know, uh, for anyone interested, if they're like, "Oh my god, I got to get out of Iceland," you can actually leave Iceland and get your unemployment benefits in France for a few months, and then you have to change over, which is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, this afternoon I had to uh, basically uh, translate my CV okay. Sounds into fun. French. Uh, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I bawled my fucking eyes out. That's what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just move back um, to Iceland. Uh, but... <laughs> but it was it was i mean how how would i describe it i think i think the sense was it was less it was a, a combination of a couple of things one it was like i don't know enough of the language to be able to accurately translate what i'm capable of doing yeah and then when i'm doing that i'm also thinking about, oh, my God, I'm going to go into a meeting tomorrow and I, I have to take Natsan with me because I do not know enough that I can be trusted to be in the meeting on my own. Um, <laughs> Sounds fun. Like I might go into the meeting and then suddenly suddenly leave and I've got a job with a construction site and I had no idea. Um, like <laughs> A dream come true. Like, a dream come true um and and then you know on top of that it was just sort of like a uh, i think like realistically at the at the risk of being oh woe is me boo hoo hoo um which i think we're allowed to sometimes yes. it was just more of hurt pride yeah because because I actually, I have, like like most performers in the world, I have two CVs. I have one, which is the office jobs and the regular jobs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I have one, which is all the achievements in performing. Um, and both of those in English are actually pretty good. Like, they're pretty good. And then, so when you're doing your CV, you're like, like for me, I was just, and, and another thing happened today. Um, that kind of contributed to this, <laughs> which was, which is a wonderful thing, a one absolutely wonderful thing, um, uh, very very amazing, wonderful. Cannot stress how much I am so happy for him. Um, wonderful comedian uh, from Iceland, Ari Eljan. Yes. Um, who's probably, you know, I think I'm right in saying he's the top of the game in Iceland. Yes, definitely. Like he is the he's the number one mm -hmm. in Iceland. Um. Uh, he he uh, he's he's got a Netflix special coming out on the second crazy. of December, which is the first crazy, the first Netflix special um, of an Icelander ever. Yeah, um, uh, huge! It's huge! It's massive! <laughs> um, good for him. Um, but but one thing you probably don't know 
Um, so when you watch that Netflix special on the 2nd of December, I don't, I haven't seen it, but I perhaps um, there may be a voice when you watch it that says, please welcome to the stage the incredible, the incomparable Ari Eljan. Um, if that's, if that's what they do, it's my voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I opened for him. Um, <laughs> maybe and, and actually, I think I your opening. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, because just a couple weeks ago, I was in the supermarket here in France, and I got a missed call from him. And then I checked my voice messages, and he had sent me a message saying, "I just wanted to know if you want to be known as Jonathan or John O'Duffy." In my special, which, by the way, was recorded last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. It was a it was a Gamlebio, um, and I think he did the show. I can't even remember. Like he did the show two or three times, and each time I went out and did like a warm up set. Um, it was with a different audience each yeah. time, but it was the same. And this is kind of how they do those those things. Mm-hmm. Like with a Netflix special, usually it's not just the one night. No. They might film it two, three, five times and then just get the best bits. Um, so I opened for him each time. It was like a whole day. Um, and uh, yeah, he said, he said uh, called me and was like, do you want to be known as Jono or Jonathan in the credits? And I remember having the conversation with Nathan. I was like, oh, that's nice. He's included me in the credits. <laughs> And I know he would have mentioned Netflix, but I probably just didn't hear it. Um, (laughs) So this afternoon, like this morning, I woke up and went for a run. And then after I saw this, I was like, oh, wow, this is probably the closest I'll ever get to a Netflix special. (laughs) But I mean, that's huge for your name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I'll be able to say once I watch it. Let's see if my voice makes it. Um, maybe I'm just a special thanks, but um, it's a, it's also the same on on Hulu's. Uh, net, uh, it's not a Netflix special, but Hulu's special, which is out as well. Um, uh, I get a special thanks in that because I did the tour and opened for him. And I was I was actually thinking today. Oh, maybe I should call my next show when we can actually perform again. Professional opener. Um, <laughs> uh but yeah so so there was that there was you know and i I think it was more the thought of like um just missing performing and sort of like in a way i was sort of at the top of my game in iceland yeah um and it's just it's an adjustment period and i mean if even if i was still there it's not like i would be performing right now no you would just be hanging out with me yeah, I would. I would. We'd be doing this in person, not dealing with internet issues. Oh, um, internet. But, yeah, it's but I just, I was thinking. <laughs> but, yeah, today I was just, I was translating my CV and then I was looking at the, you know, when you're in those situations, all you can think of this is the worst case scenario, which is like, oh, my God, you know, I'm I'm going to submit a CV and they're going to go, okay, you can have toilet cleaner. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'll be scrubbing toilets, you know, with the, I'll be there for six months and the new kid comes along and I'll be like, I used to have dreams, you know. <laughs> I almost got a Netflix special once. Um, <laughs> Did you see that amazing Netflix special? Did you hear the voice in- introducing him? That was me. Um, 
Yeah. So I I cried today, and that that's okay. That's that is okay. Okay. Boys with emotions. Yeah. But I do have to actually. I have to on air. Can you hear me, Nathan? Nathan. Hello. <laughs> so that you can hear me, I'm just saying on air that I am a. I am on air apologizing for being snappy and awful before I lost my shit and cried about my CV today. Oh, he said that means a lot. Yes. Okay. Shut your head. I, I, I love you. <laughs> oh. This is great radio. <laughs> but I was. I was, a, I was a dick. I was a dick beforehand. And I, you always I should are, Jono. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But a joke. Yeah, but, yeah. How about you? Yeah, What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, there, nothing is going on. I'm just, I mean, got new boots um, and desperately want to buy everything else. Are you still working from home? Yes. <gasps> oh, God. So you're basically in the same situation as us, except you have fewer restrictions, I'm guessing. Yes. Well, we can go outside. Yeah. Um, but now you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. Okay. I was listening to last week's episode and I remember saying like, you know, oh, there's going to be an announcement. What are they going to say? <laughs> What are they going to say? What's the announcement going to be? Um, just for those playing at home, the announcement ended up being a second total lockdown. Um, yes. So, yeah, we bet all. So we're in complete lockdown. So if you have to leave the house for anything, um, you have to fill out a form That's and state so why. Crazy. You have to take ID with you just in case you get stopped by the popo. Bada um, popo. And, popo. and if you are, or I think, I think in French it's le popo. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if, um, if you, oh, and there's, there's different reasons. And if it's not one of those reasons on the form that you can take, you can't leave the house. Um, but, uh, they're the one that's for exercise. Cause I, as you know, I've been super running mm -hmm. all the time. Every day since I've arrived in France. Um, the whole thing about that is you are allowed to leave the house to exercise or walk an animal or something like that. You can have one hour a day. One hour. That's crazy. And you can only go a kilometer away from your house. That's also crazy. It's insane. It is completely insane. Um, I so was going to send another I, person this message that I sent you. Yeah, I just got a message from you saying, Magote. <laughs> oh, M. Segote. Magote. Magote. Well, you didn't write MC. You wrote it like it was Magote. <laughs> I am the original MC Goethe. But that's not how it's written. It's E M S. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but but yes, when, you you can only go one kilometer. Yeah. Um, and so I've been cheating, <laughs> uh, and 
I know no one in the French government listens to this podcast, so I can totally say it. So you have to, when you fill out your form, you have to say what time you left the house or what time you're leaving. And because I am training for long distance running, there are days when my run might be an hour and a half. So I just say I leave the house half an hour after I actually do and then hope I don't get stopped. And then I have the perfect plan, which is that if I do get stopped, I'll say, but I could leave earlier. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, that's so we're and we're in, we're in this situation until uh, the first at least of December. Oh, it's crazy. Yep. So there goes any hopes you had for going into like a city or a, I mean, that's one of the things is like, okay, I love Iceland, but one of the, th one of the benefits we were supposed to reap of being in France was being able to go to restaurants <laughs> and eat incredible food at reasonable prices and have big shopping malls available to us that have other brands of things and lots of, you know, being able to go to an electronic store that just has things instead of being, having them go, oh no, we don't have that. We only have this brand, you know, mm -hmm. and we can't really. So the only, the only real benefit I'm, I'm getting at the moment is Amazon Prime and that's it. So, yeah. And I mean, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And as I was complaining last week, I was saying everyone's just going through the same routine. It's sunk in a lot more now. Yeah. That you just, you have to do the same thing every day. Every day. Yes. Yes, yes. I... But hey, here's a positive. Mm -hmm. If Natan and I can survive lockdown in a new country where I don't understand the language, I'm pretty sure we'll be fine. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But have you been following the election? Um, a little, but not a lot. I don't think we're going to know for a couple of days. No. And to any listeners we have in America, um, I'm sorry. we feel you, we see you. <laughs> We're sorry. We're so sorry. I mean, we're watching it with the same... I mean, I feel like the rest of the world is watching this election with a similar level of anxiety yeah. about stuff, yet we don't have to live with it afterwards. Yeah. So it must be so much uh, more traumatizing for the people in this situation. So let's... Not in front of my salad. <laughs> we're going to do what we can to help to help distract you. From, yes. <laughs> from so here. <laughs> you just reminded me of country boy. <laughs> I love you. Oh. <laughs> Aaron loves when I do this to him. <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> country, country boy. boy I, love I love you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Yes. Mm. Love it. Love it. So, um, so if we're, yes. If we're not going to talk about lockdown and we're not going to talk about the weather, what are we going to talk about, Emilia? Um, let's talk about. Oh, okay. So I uh, was talking to Ellen and Ian the other day. They have mm. both been on the podcast, so you should know who they are, people. Come on, get your shit yep. together. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were saying we should watch a bad movie once a month. 
Oh, so people liked the bad mm-hmm. movie. Okay. And, ah. And talk about it. I think I well, I actually I mean I edited the episode. It was a good episode. It was uh you you have a lot of opinions. Um <laughs> no. and I enjoy them. <laughs> I've never had an opinion in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I 100% agree that we should do uh, a bad movie once a month. Yes. That is that is a a really good idea. So maybe next week we do a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Then we need to we'll decide. We'll pick one. We'll find one. What bad movie? Okay, you don't have. I don't have one on the t- in in my head. <laughs> on the top of my head, top of my mind, top. Well, I mean, it, if we at the t- uh, for on the top. Uh, no, is it on the top or at the top? <laughs> um, I don't have one. <laughs> at the top of my mind. I don't have one. At the top on the at the from the. On the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is what happens well, when you don't live around people who are native speakers. <laughs> <laughs> you forget how you're supposed to say things. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but you don't have one on the top of your mind. Um, but, okay. So if it's going to be a bad movie, it can't be one... That is like the room. Everyone is. Everyone knows the room. Yes. Everyone's seen the yes. room. It it needs to be yeah. like the net, like that category of bad. Okay, so it can't be a movie that's famous for being bad. Mm, it depends on the movie. Like like the room. Um, I've never seen a Sharknado. No, me neither. I don't want to see it though. <gasps> Do you know what I was reading? <laughs> What? The sharks around Iceland are up to 300 years old. Did you not know that? No. I... No. The... <laughs> and it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's the... I'm pretty sure it's the sharks that you eat for Haukat. Yes. The Greenland shark, yeah. And they can be, it's not even just 300. They can be as old as like 500 years old. Yeah. So when you're eating haukat, that shark may have been around during like the Black Death. Crazy stuff. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. So, and, and they only discovered that recently. Yeah. And there's something in their head. So it looks like they are not, their brain isn't aging or something like I, I think it's something about the metabolism, and some like because they're, yeah. Generally, generally in in biology, in the biology. slower your metabolism, <laughs> in biology, um, the slower your metabolism, the longer you live. So, like animals, like cats and dogs, they tend to have quicker metabolisms than humans. Yes. So they age faster. Um, and then you have like we we tend to live quite old compared to a lot of other animals, uh, because our metabolisms are a lot slower. Like um, whales are probably they could live similar ages to us, um, unless you work at SeaWorld, in which a- an orca would only live twenty years in the wild, and it's normal for their fin to flop over like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never been yeah. to SeaWorld and I'm not going to. 
Uh, do you know uh, black? Uh, I know blah, blah, country boy. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, completely nothing to do with it. But Blackfish. I just remember the other day. You know that documentary about the whale that killed all the people. Yes. That was the first thing I ever watched on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. what was the first thing you watched? No. You don't. No, it was probably some kind of documentary. But I don't Because I, I actually, I kn- I remember, I think it was probably like maybe 2014, 2013, 2014. And Netflix in Australia, I think was quite new at the time. Like I only knew Netflix as the thing where beforehand, back when it was the old one where you, you got the DVDs and then you mailed them back. Yeah, that was never in Iceland. That's that's what it started as, yeah. and then I knew it as the streaming thing, and I remember looking at the library, going, "Huh, there's not really a lot on here," um, <laughs> and I watched Blackfish. That was the first thing I watched. Yeah, I didn't get Netflix until I moved back from London, so that was two thousand and sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Yeah, you you came back just before Christmas 2016, I think. Yes. Yeah, because I remember because your mom was going to invite me to Christmas and then (laughs) she was like, oh, we we don't want her to meet you just yet. Why don't you wait another two years? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Or three, even. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) But But yes, Greenland sharks, they live forever. Crazy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) oh god i also like this shark has just been chilling with the fishes (laughs) just swimming around in the ice cold water and Mm. i mean okay so we so it's a shark they probably don't have as complex thoughts that most of us do like i have pretty simple thoughts so maybe they are similar to me <laughs> well we don't we don't know we don't know we, we don't know if you if you're talking from a philosophical perspective we cannot say whether a shark has complex thoughts or not and then it's defined complex yes but they are not going to be as complex as a human yeah. being because they wouldn't be just yeah fish you know Yes, yeah, so a shark is Chilling. not waking up and going, oh my God, I don't want people to see that I'm wearing the same shirt today that I was yesterday. Yeah. But I know it's not dirty. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they are still, like, they have eyes, so they are seeing stuff. Do you think some sharks are just swimming around Iceland <clears throat> and they see just <laughs> Reykjavik and they're like, well, this is a shithole. Everyone smells bad. They clearly don't know how to clean themselves or clothes and are idiots and then he's just going around then he comes back maybe like 100 200 years later and mm. they're like huh harpan what a nice building clearly they <laughs> learned how to clean themselves <laughs> i don't think so because um, for- <laughs> From what I know of the Greenland shark, I think it's kind of like a bottom feeder. 
Yeah, yeah. So the reason yeah. we don't know so much about them is because they don't come up very often. And that's why like Haukat is only served in tiny amounts because it's actually really hard to catch. And also, if if a shark is only gonna if it's gonna live to be five hundred, I doubt it's gonna breed. It's gonna reproduce a lot. So there's probably not a lot of them. But no. I would imagine to go with that, like oh, you know, looking at the, sh- the Greenland shark, its view of Iceland is literally twenty meters below the surface of the ocean. So all it's gonna see is all the shit that's pumped into the harbor right next to Harpan. You yeah. know that sewage pipe that just yeah. goes. Raw sewage right into the ocean. Um, <laughs> tourists don't know about that, do they? Um, <laughs> um, and and you know maybe the occasional fisherman uh, that gets, God bless, thrown overboard because the Greenland shark has been known to just they'll just eat anything. Like they found uh, inside the stomach of a Greenland shark, they found license plates, they found polar bears. Like, yeah, they will anything that resembles food. They will just they're like me at the snacks table at a party. (laughs) 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 If you put potpourri, you know, that stuff old ladies use it to make drawers drawers smell nice. If you put that in front of me at a party, I will probably eat it and tell you it's delicious. (laughs) Mm, It's very (laughs) spicy. Mm, I like it. Mm, mm, it's got like a fruity aroma. Mm, good, great with this uh, a Pinot Grigio. Um, <laughs> that's what a Greenland yeah. shark is probably like. Mm. Yeah, but could yeah. you? Okay, if I'm you terrified could, of sharks. If you knew, yeah, me. Too. I mean, I am and I'm not. Like, I'm in awe of sharks, but I, I think, and I've seen memes about this on the internet. Um, I was that kid who, if I was alone in a swimming pool, even if I, it, like if it was just a swimming pool in someone's backyard, I would have to get out eventually because I'd be like, what if a shark suddenly appears in the pool? Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think, and it, a lot of people have had that thought as a kid. Oh my God, get out of the pool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I was a lot I do, in the pool, so. Yeah, okay. But I, I, I mean, Australia pool. If if one of your friends had a pool, that's where you spent the entire summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Patrick Spear, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Great pool, man. <laughs> this, <laughs> no charge. Hi, it's Johnny. It's Johnny. I was your best friend from 1996 to 98. Uh, yeah, thanks for your pool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was that the only um, reason you were with him? Chilling. No, no, Hanging no, no, out. no, no. But it's interesting you say that because I had two major best friends when I was in elementary school. Mm. One of them I later found out in life also was gay. Hmm. That Patrick was not. The other one was. Um, but Patrick's brother was. Mm. Maybe so he. I don't, I d- <gasps> Maybe. He has the gay agenda and turned you all gay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the gay agenda. I forgot about that. Um, but, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> happened. But what I was going to say is that I, I particularly 
um, like I'm afraid of sharks. I don't want to be in the same body of water as a shark. Um, but uh, I am in awe of them and I love watching documentaries about them. I fucking love Shark Week on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, I don't watch it. Can't. It's amazing. And the great white shark. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Scary. Scary shit. They they are very scary. Like a, a female great white is usually covered in scars from mating. Like, <laughs> how badass are you if in order to breed, you must first survive? Yeah. It's, it like, not sound oh, it's time to have babies. It's time to have babies. Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> it's scary. Scary thought. Scary. And they have this... um. I watched this documentary once um, and it's all about like, I know so I know an ungodly amount about great white sharks and sharks in general. Um, you know how some people like were obsessed about dinosaurs when they were kids mm. or whatever. For me, it was sharks. And I just, if it was about a shark, I'm watching it. And I still <laughs> to this day will watch it. Um, but the, the way a great white shark attacks its prey, it, it, it's called, the Polaris Breach. So what they do is oh, they circle yes. first. So creepy. Yeah. They circle first and then they go down deep so that they can get like a little running start. And then generally they will swim directly up from underneath the thing. And that's when you have those moments where it jumps out of the water to get a seal. The Polaris Breach. Crazy stuff. Do you know nobody knows where they're born? No. I don't like sharks. Nobody. <laughs> but but they've Just they've tracked like the to, like punch them in the nose. The nose or the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can I mean if if a great white has bitten you by the leg, you're going to die. Like, yeah. There was some You know, you're, there was some um girl there's a Netflix movie about this. Um, that was like a surfer and a shark bit off her hand and she survived. Yeah, I think it was like or her arm, arm below yeah. the shoulder. Yeah, and she still um, surfs. She's like a... And you, you find this all the time. The majority of the time, people who are su- the survivors of a shark attack, rarely are they like, let's get out there and get all the sharks. Let's kill them. Let's make them into soup. Most of the time, people who, um, uh, by the way, uh, anyone listening, I will audition for that character someday. Um, <laughs> let's make them into soup. Um, but most of the time, uh, people who've been attacked by sharks and survived usually become advocates for how we're overfishing the seas and they they were only attacked because the sharks are running out of food. Um but we're probably not going to have any sharks in 50 years. Mm. And you're okay with that, aren't you? Kinda. Yeah. Do you, do you remember in Malta? Yes. When mm. we jumped in the Mediterranean? Yes. 
Was there still a moment in the back of your mind where you were like, I need to get out of this water in case there's sharks? Definitely, definitely. But I mean, the water just went away pretty fast. So because of your toe. (laughs) My toe. (laughs) It was like Moses freeing the Jews instead of the Red Sea being part of the Mediterranean got drained. So the shark fear wasn't for a long time. <laughs> it was for me. And that's the thing. I love sharks, but I don't like if I can't see the water. I can't. I need to see through the water. Yeah, me too. And also, like, just not only sharks. Like, being in the ocean, I'm like, there could mm. be a whale big enough that it could eat this eat Iceland we don't know we don't know it's true it is you are 100% right there could be a crab the size of Iceland yeah we don't know we don't know and I don't like we know more about space than than the than the ocean yeah and I'm we have no idea I'm not a fan I'm not a fan either it's too unknown I I would rather beach there's just sand everywhere and I agree. If if it's a nice day, the sand is extremely hot, so you can't walk, but you still want to walk. Do you know? And you want to go okay, through the ocean, best. but there's waves, and ugh, I'm not a fan. You and I, you and I, we, I mean, we had a slight summer vacay vibe. Yes. But you and I eventually need to have a proper sandy well not sandy a proper beach vacation because i think you and i have exactly the same idea of the perfect beach vacation and the perfect beach vacation is to rent like a villa or something in a place that's cheap like bali or thailand Mm -hmm. where the water is or yeah where the water is just (laughs) just there don't have to go You don't have to go on the sand and you can spend the day in a hammock by the bar drinking cocktails and that is summer. And if you want to go in the ocean, you go in the ocean. And it's so clear that you can just see through it. Yes. And it's not rough waves. It's just beautiful, wonderful water. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's sand. I, like, like, like all the holidays, the real housewives go on. Yes. I completely agree. That's what I need than want the life mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. yeah let's do that when covid is over yes just tell me when and where <sighs> oh mcgoity um <laughs> but <laughs> but um oh yeah we were talking about bad films ah yes and then yeah I also... okay so you don't have any on the top of your mind no maybe what a girl's want what a girl wants. Sorry. What a girl wants. Oh, needs. what a girl wants. But you've already seen it. Yes, true. Okay. You know what's funny though? It's funny you say that because two days ago, I was on one of those websites that you go on to look for films to download that are completely illegal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was on a torrent website, and <laughs> if you if you're looking for a torrent, it can be difficult. But you know what you should use. <laughs> Sponsor us and we will tell you. 
Yeah, yeah. Sponsor us, and we'll fucking tell you. Um, but I, I swiped past, and it was one of the movies that had recently been added. Was What a Girl Wants, mm-hmm. and I almost downloaded it because I was like, mm, it's a movie that Emilia loves, and it's her guilty pleasure. I should watch this movie, but I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. So, no. it's a smart but, choice. But on these websites, there are often a lot of there's a whole industry of films that are called um, mockbusters. Okay. So they're basically like they take a popular film and then redo it on uh, no budget. So it's like, oh, I get to use a quote I heard the other day in a YouTube video. Okay. They have big hair dreams on a synthetic hair budget. Um <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So, Love it. Th- thanks, thanks, James Mansfield, um, who 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 does wig tutorials on YouTube. Um, big hair, big hair dreams on a synthetic hair budget. Um, uh, but um, so they they basically take a movie and then just do a shitty version of it with no budget. So like say, uh, and they're especially in like blockbuster or horror movies, and that's why they're called mockbusters because they're supposed to be like the blockbuster but they're shit so but like say you know a quiet place have you seen a quiet place yes there's one i think i saw and the poster was the silent place yeah and so their whole point is they trick people into thinking they're seeing the right movie oh but they're seeing so so they are not like okay here's the movie but if you want the shit version we have <laughs> two yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like the wish.com version of the movie you're trying to watch. Yeah. So you can just imagine like some family on a Friday night in lockdown and dad is like, I'm going to I'm going to use the internet. I'm going to I'm going to figure out the torrent. Um <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to get on the download. Are all dads I'll fix it from 2002 in your life? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get on the. I'm gonna get on the LimeWire, um, <laughs> and and dad downloads a movie, and you're like, oh my god, we're gonna watch a quiet place, and it turns out to be the silent place, yeah. starring starring Emily Crunt. <laughs> I really like the quiet place though. I love that movie. You know, I'm the thing. The thing that's annoyed me the most about lockdown. I have been excited about the sequel. Yes. Yes. Just before, if I don't know if you remember this, just before March, just before COVID decimated everything, we began to see the trailers for the sequel. Yes. And it was just about to start showing at Sambuin in Iceland. And then lockdown... And we don't know when it's coming out. We don't have, we don't, we're not going to make any money on this. Yeah. Fucking lost. I mean, the only movie I've seen in the cinema in the last year has been Tenet. God, that was a disappointment and a half, wasn't it? I've heard that. I didn't see it. I don't think you'd like it, honey. It does. It didn't make any sense. It really did not. Yeah. Aaron said that too, and I was like, then I'm it, not going to see it. I mean, it does, Tenet makes sense if you watch a video after the movie 
And if you're listening to me say this and you're like, no, I totally understood it. You're a lying wanker and I hate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> because nobody understood that movie the first time they watched no. it. You have to watch a movie, a- a- another video afterwards to understand what's going on. Not a fan of that. No, don't, don't. I don't, I shouldn't have to try. I don't want to be treated like an idiot. No, yes. When I watch a movie. Yeah. And I, but like, I shouldn't. I like when movies have like really complicated ending and sometimes you watch like, oh, this could be the yeah. ending or this could be the ending and like. Yeah. Yes. yes. But I don't like it when you watch a movie and you're like, I don't know what happened. This is shit. Like I love, I love it when you 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 watch a movie you're like oh my god that was an interesting movie but i'm a little confused by it yes oh and then you watch like a movie a little video online and you go oh my god that's what that was about and they meant this when they did this and they had this easter egg early in the film that let you know this oh i'm so stupid i should have known that i love that feeling i absolutely love that feeling i hate it when you leave a movie going well, I have no fucking idea what that was about. Yes. And and also, like, for me, then I'm like, then I don't want to understand. Like. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like putting, for me, it's like putting a velvet rope up in front of a club and telling me you're going to charge cover. I, You don't need my business. Yes. I don't need you. I, I mean, you've seen me downtown. I'm not lining up for anything. No. no. B5, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Also, when you line yeah. up for stuff and there's no one in there, I'm like, this is just shit. This is weird. This is no, but it's weird and shady. Like, shady mm, I, if I am gonna line up, I wanna, I wanna be able to see the inside of the place from outside. Yes, yes, and, it and that is be not amazing. how I felt, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> He's probably listening. He will take this all to heart. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, I feel like he's progressively. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if you'll you'll get this. Um, but I feel like in his last couple after Batman, he's just progressively getting more and more to the point where he's like, my audience doesn't have to understand. They should read the textbook I wrote about this film before they see it. Yes, because. Um, I felt like it was the same thing with Interstellar. Like, it was a good film. Um, I enjoyed it, but I remember leaving it going, you know, there's just questions I have. Did you, did, did you see Interstellar? No. Okay. There, I mean, there's just, you see it, it's, it's a good film. I recommend it. It's good. It's heartfelt. It's nice. It, you get to see Matthew McConaughey have an actual character. It's, That's you know, it's enjoyable. Plus. Yeah, that's a that's a massive plus. He's more than all right, all right, all right, and and you know it, it's a beautiful. In any, if anything, it's a great story about a man's love for his kids and what he's willing to give up so that they can have a future. It's it's a beautiful story, but when you finish the movie, it does a good swindle on you because you're like, oh wow, that was beautiful, but then you sit for like half an hour and go. So when he went into the thing and sent her the code, who gave him the code? And then after like an hour, you're like, wait a minute, none of it makes sense. 
Yeah. I didn't see it. Okay, but we'll think of better bad films. Yes, but I have a question for you. What item would you be willing to spend most, like, what is the thing that you would buy for yourself that you don't care about? How can I, how can I say this? Like, if you have... The price? Yes, if you have crazy amount of money. Like, I, I... I imagine now I would never spend X amount of money on chairs or on a couch. Okay. So Is there what, something... what item would I spend an ungodly amount of money on and I think it's okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 Like something that's like really expensive and it'd be like, you know what? I justify that because... Yes. I deserve this. Yes. Um, I have it. Okay. I think I have it. Okay, so it's something I did once before in my life, mm. but the circumstances were different, and it was an incredibly expensive bed. Okay. And I'm talking about, like, it was a bed that had, like, all of the posture support, all of the cushion, like you jump on, and it was king size. Mm-hmm. So you could fit you, a partner, two Labradors and two cats. Yeah. Like, like it was huge. Um, and you had all the comfort and you had like the, like you could basically have an epileptic seizure on one side and your partner on the other side would sleep soundly and you would just die in your sleep from choking <laughs> on your own tongue. Um, I mean, if that, <laughs> like it that was, isn't the dream. It was, it was all the bells and whistles. I think it cost, in Australian dollars, like 5000 which at the time was probably half a million kroner. Whoa. Um, that's an expensive bed. But... To put in perspective, the circumstances were different. It was at a time in my life where it was like, this bed is going to be with me for 20 years. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm going to, it's going to go to every house I move into. I will always have this amazingly comfortable bed. And I think that when, when Natan and I finally get a new place, I think that would be something I would love to spend proper money on is having a bed that has all the support, yeah. all the bells and whistles. I think because sleep is so important. <laughs> sleep is life. It is. <laughs> it's life, even though you're not awake for it. Um, I think. I think that. Or oh, now you've opened up like a Pandora's box for me. Um, <laughs> I would. I've always wanted to. Yeah, go on. I would. Um... I would spend money on a painting. On a what? A painting, like an art work. Oh. Because that's something that oh. would also increase in price. Yeah, okay. Wow. And wow. that's something like you can give your grand like your children or grandchildren and like that's something that usually like stays around in families. 
Like if it's mm. if it's Kerbal, then it's gonna be expensive. You, you have proven in that one statement how much more selfless you are than me. <laughs> <laughs> because other people outside of myself didn't even exist. <laughs> In that in that particular wish, no, I just want a bed for me and for my sleep, and that's what I want for me and yeah, my but, sleep. But and you're like, I want a painting because it's beautiful and I love art and I want to be able to pass it down to my children and my grandchildren. But also, then I'll, everyone I'll that send goes loving into notes my house, with it. Everyone that goes to my house will be like, "Whoa, she is a carval." And I'm like, oh, yes. We already think that when we go to your house, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> you have think. nice things. <laughs> Ikea is a I like really your... expensive. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I do I do love your couch. Yeah, it's nice. I like it's it. That's another thing. Like, I think... Uh, having a couch that is both functional but attractive... Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a it's been a while since I, I mean, it, it, the bed and the couch are two things that because you know you know my history. I, I was in a very long term relationship mm-hmm. before I moved to Iceland, and I had the house, and I had the investment property, and I had all the stuff. But the one thing I finally got just before the relationship broke down <laughs> was a nice couch, <laughs> and I never got to enjoy it <laughs> because. Because everything fell to shit just after the nice couch, so that is also on there as well uh, yeah. uh, on that list. Like a just a couch that's oh. yeah. I just always think like, am I gonna spend crazy amount of money on a couch that I can buy equally comfortable and nice looking couch for way less? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Do you know what I think would Same be a game bed. changer for people, though? No, bed bed is a whole other level for me. Yeah, but, like, beds are always expensive. They are, but I I will say this. I will say this. You know, it's like um, if you've never lived in a house with a dishwasher, mm. you're always like, it's not such a big deal to wash your dishes by hand. It's not, It's I don't really, you know, it's fine. We deal with it. But then the second you've lived in a house with a dishwasher, you can never go back. Yeah, that's true. This is, I'm just warning people, if you have never, like, want, if you ever just treat yourself to an expensive, just a mattress, a really expensive mattress that is well made and you've taken the time to make sure it's perfect for you and it has all the benefits of like the anti-partner disturbance and it's big enough and it has a nice top on it and you know like all those things once you've slept on one of those you will it will open doors for you it will just it's a gateway drug and i think beds are different to what i was going to say for you a about couches um a game changer because i agree with you with couches because it's it's not like you have to sleep on a couch you just sit on it to watch tv or be with company yeah um 
And it, so really it's more like, does it look nice? Is it comfortable enough to sit mm-hmm. in? Yes, great. Can I can I be hungover on a Sunday with a blanket and watch a movie and feel great? Yes, that's a good couch. I think a game changer, especially in a place like Iceland and also France for like people who live in cities and anyone who lives in a city, when someone like Ikea finally fucking makes a couch that is able to be compacted down Enough that you can carry it in sections as one person. No. Going up nine flights of stairs. No. No? No. You don't think that would be a game changer? No. If they were able to take your couch, right? Yeah. And have it look exactly the same way once it's put together, Mm -hmm. but it could be made small enough that one person could carry a, a section of it through a door and down a spiral stair, staircase. Yeah, but that's not what I need. Like, that's always going to be a cheap couch. That's always going to be a couch that um, is going to break or it's going to have sounds because it has such so... Like, it has so many... Um, the joints, yeah. Yes. Like, it's never going to but, be a... I, nice couch but what if they could guarantee it will function as though it's one piece and you'll never hear noises and there'll never be issues but it could this is what i'm saying like this is a hypothetical yeah because one of the things that's so difficult i know it's in two parts i know i know because it's got a a chaise on it um a chaise um but I know it's in two parts, but if it could be in four parts, if you lived on the ninth floor, you could actually carry it all up the stairs on your own. You don't have to, like, there's one of the things that I just hate about couches um, and beds that don't have frames, beds that are just mattresses and, you know, the base pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's dealing with because most of us in the world now you know most people don't live in a house that has ground floor entry or big doors or double windows that you can open everyone lives in an apartment um and you have to go up three flights of stairs around corners to be able to get up to it and i mean i've been in places like you know our friend christina's house yeah have you've been there right Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i've said this to her before like Thank God you rented this place furnished because how the hell would you get anything in here? Yeah. I like that. I, th- I think that would be a game changer for inventing furniture. If you could take a couch and just make it be able to be sectioned so that one person could do it alone. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't think it's a problem. Yeah, but that's because you always get someone else to do everything. No. (laughs) I mean, I moved everything in here and moved, like, when we lived in London. But I, I feel like I would not want to buy a couch that I can carry myself up stairs instead of buying... A little bit more comfortable and not, like even though they would be both comfortable i would never buy the one that has 
million pieces. So are you saying that you think it's a cultural thing? Like no, you associate just, a couch that is a singular piece with quality? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. No, I, I'm asking because mm -hmm. I think about this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hate moving. I hate. Yes. And the thing I hate about moving is the couch part. Mm -hmm. I hate that portion. I mean, I like, I, I love the bit where you, you have to decide where everything goes. I love the bit where you're like, oh, we can start afresh and let's get rid of things. I hate the bit where you have to go, okay, we live on the fourth floor. How are we going to get this fucking couch into our apartment? Yeah. Um, that's the bit I hate. And that's what causes so much stress and anxiety for me. Mm. And I mean, when we left our apartment in Iceland, um, I'm pretty sure our, our old landlord doesn't listen to this podcast, but <laughs> jokes on you. We gave you all our furniture because I didn't want to move the couch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, everything was from Ikea or given to us. So we just said, you know, you can keep all our furniture. We don't need it. We're not taking it to France. Yeah. But that was a legitimate fear was I knew how hard it was to get that couch into that apartment. Yeah. I pity the fool <laughs> who has to get that couch out. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the couch in our TV room. Sometimes I think about... How we're going to take it out. Mm. Because I don't know how. <sighs> but yeah, I like, I'm still like, I would never buy. Of course, I would buy a couch that can actually go into the apartment. But I would, I think I would never buy a furniture that is like, oh, you can take it into 50,000 pieces. So one person can take it up to fourth floor. Then I would be like, nah, <laughs> I, I'm not this cheap. <laughs> but I don't mean 50,000. I mean, the thing is like most couches, most, cou most ensembles, which is what you have. You have an ensemble, mm -hmm. like it's a piece. Um, it's in two pieces. Uh you could very easily make that into four, which is more manageable so that like a single person could actually do it on their own and they don't have to rope a friend into it or hire someone and you could go around corners easily. Yeah. What I'm saying is furniture could be engineered. If I, if I were studying furniture design right now i'd be listening to this podcast and going you know what that is a great idea making a functional piece of furniture that could be two pieces but could also be four pieces yeah i mean but that that does exist no it doesn't yes it does are you saying somebody has already invented furniture that is very easy to take up nine flights of stairs and put together and it works and you don't get squeaks and you it, it doesn't uh, have structural integrity issues probably not but you never know like exactly. even though you say why does nobody invent this it will probably squeeze if it has the more joints it has the more likely it's going to well the, yeah this is this is what i think about all the time like if <laughs> if it doesn't exist which i'm pretty sure it doesn't why doesn't someone invent it and there must be a reason there must be a reason for this 
and it keeps me awake at night. Because you're the only person that <laughs> thinks like this. <laughs> Everyone is like, this doesn't matter. <laughs> I just want a painting. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a painting. <laughs> but I'm buying myself new kitchen chairs. Is your painting, Is it, can I ask, is your painting going to be of the Eiffel Tower with the words Paris written on it? Yes, and in one corner there's going to be live, laugh, love, and in the love. other yep. corner it's mm, going to be Ye Komen Heim, the European Cup song from Iceland. And then in other corner there's going to be be true to yourself and then you're free. And in the fourth corner there's Paris, home of the art. And then the Eiffel Tower is going to be all like there's going to be lights on the painting so the <laughs> Eiffel Tower like lights up that's the dream oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh oh here's something you're going to appreciate you know how like um you and I, we're basic bitches. Mm -hmm. um, like when we're in our 60s, we are going to have that Eiffel Tower picture in our uh, living room, in our bathroom, whatever. Um, but I, I often wondered to myself, like, what, what do they do in France? Because you know how outside of France, yeah. you know, us, us basic white people, we always have the Eiffel Tower at Paris. Like, that's our live, laugh, love. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe they have the Empire State building. No, I can tell you what it is because <gasps> I've discovered. What is it? I've discovered, I've discovered what is the French equivalent of the live, laugh, love. And it will surprise you. Okay. It's London. I'm not surprised. That's the other IKEA. No. IKEA. Photo. It's London. It's London. Yeah. And, and it's so weird here that they make so much fun of the British but they, oh my God, they fetishize England so much. Like there's commercials for British fish and chips that you can buy frozen on TV here. And they're like, oh my God, mm, exotic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very exotic. <laughs> yeah, re really exotic. Oh my God, it's just like British style. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's the live, laugh, love here is London. And they have, um, we've been a couple times before lockdown happened. We went to other towns and they would have like, you know, tourist areas. Mm -hmm. And every tourist area in France has at least one British shop. Okay. Like a place where you can go have high tea um, and, you know, buy like British candies. And it's such a novelty. Britain, even though, especially in Normandy, it is literally across, like, literally. the equivalent, literally, literally, it's like, it's like being in Reykjavik and looking at Esjan, oh, right? Yes. That's how far away Britain basically is. Like, it is so yeah. close, yet it is so, like, oh, exotic. <laughs> exotic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the live, laugh, love here is 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 Britain. London, London, Carlin. 
London Calling. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how is, hey, I haven't asked in a while, how is Aaron? He's good. He's, we yeah. are walking mountains. We, we are climbing mountains. <laughs> and going through rivers. No mountain high enough. No valley deep and <laughs> low, low enough. <laughs> He's good. That's He's good. We, um, Natan and I discovered working. last week that we are officially lesbians. Yes, it's good that you discovered because that after everyone else. We acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah. Because we, um, uh, and this, you, you don't like horror stuff, no. but this isn't really horror. In my opinion, we watched the Netflix, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. And without giving anything away to people, there is a lesbian love story in this series. And uh, Natan and I bawled our eyes out like we had just been to our first Katie Lang concert. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then the first thing I did when I finished was send Kimmy a message <laughs> going, have you watched Bly Manor yet? Oh my God, girl. <laughs> what is it? Um. So did you hear about last, I think it was last year or the year, year before maybe, The Haunting of Hill House was a show on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that people um, were talking about the most is that there's ghosts hidden everywhere in the show. So, like, when people are having a conversation, there's just a ghost somewhere in the background. Mm. And unless you're looking for it, you don't find them. Um, and the, what they're doing with it, the first series was all a, was based on a book. Um, and it was all about a family who grew up in a haunted house as kids, and they're all adults now. And they have to go back because... Um, one of them dies. Okay. Um, yeah, but the, so they're doing the haunting of, and then the second series is a completely different, um, story, but it has a lot of the same actors. So they're doing like what American horror story is. And I would, I would honestly for you, cause you don't like jump scares, do you? No, no, there's not an awful lot of jump scares. I would skip Hill house for you. And go straight to Bly Manor because it's it's just fascinating. Like it's a, it was for me. It was the most beautiful ghost story I've ever seen, um, okay. because there was so many love stories in there, um, and it was a uh, not. I was saying I felt like it was an exploration of grief. Natan was saying he felt like it was an exploration of identity. Um. Like, who are you and what defines you? Um, so it's basically, it's it's based on the ghost stories of a guy, I think his name was E.L. James, who wrote a very famous ghost story called The Turning of the Screw. Um, and the whole series is set up as, uh, it's narrated by a woman who's telling a story about this nanny from America who goes to, uh, a British uh, manor to take care of the kids. Okay. And of course there's ghosts everywhere. Yeah. And in each episode, each episode kind of operates on its own. Um, and you get to find out like, because of the way that this series is set up, like you, 
I mean, this doesn't give anything away. You never know if you meet a character, if they're alive or dead. You have no idea. Um, and it's the same in the first season. You don't know. Like, if someone who's interacting with people is alive or dead, you have no idea. Um, and and there's, oh, it was just, it was really, it was one of the most, maybe it's because I'm sentimental because I'm in lockdown. Um, but it was one of the, it, it was a horror TV series that had very minimal jump scares. There were maybe one or two times where you go, <gasps> um, but the rest of the time it was just, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was, I would recommend it. Okay. Okay. The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. What have you been watching? What should you, what would you recommend? We're just always watching Criminal Minds. Yeah, getting the unsub. Mm. Uh, we watched mm. the American, American Family Next Door, American Murder Family Next Door. Some Netflix movie. Um, or it's like a documentary about this guy that kills his family. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. He and he has a wife and a, a, two daughters, and she's like a lifestyle blogger. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, you you and I both listened to a podcast about this on Sword and Scale. Oh, I don't remember, but yes, we did. We did. Okay. We did. We did. Yeah. But people yeah. were like, oh, my God, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. This is terrifying, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yes, definitely. This is terrible. This man killed his family mm -hmm. and killed his daughters mm -hmm. while they were alive. Like, yeah. well, he, of course, you kill everyone when they're alive. But he put his daughters into an oil tank while they were alive. Sorry for the spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> Everyone has seen it. That's disgusting. But... Yeah. I... It's not the worst thing we've ever seen. No. Maybe because mm. we have just watched and listened to that much. But it it was terrible, disgusting, and this man is a psychopath. Like, he was just mm. sending her messages. Like, are you not coming home, sweetie? Something. But... Mm. I was listening to this other day where this boys kidnapped this girl and like tortured her for 40 days. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. That was the one in Japan, yes. right? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -mm. I was listening no, no, no. to it and that I just was, had to that's stop. Too much. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't finish the episode. No, it was, oh, yes. Like, it was too much. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to make... Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Make this like, oh, this was just a casual murder. But I understand if you are not, like, into true crime, into mm. true crime or anything like this, that this is intense. Like, I, meant, I mean, this man is disgusting. But, yeah. Mm. But also, what I've started watching... Mm is mm. YouTube. I never watch YouTube. But I have been watching this girl that I don't remember her name. She's putting on makeup and telling us... And she talks about crime things. Yes. Yes! She's on Facebook as well. It's really nice. She has the piercing yeah. in her lip. The piercing in mm -hmm. the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. The Cupid's bow piercing, I think, yeah. is what it's called. Um, I, she's she's good, mm-hmm. and she's done. I love it because sometimes I watch her. I mean, it's I love watching a transformation. Everyone does. Yeah. Everybody loves watching a makeup transformation. Yeah. No one hates it. Um, and she she's it's just so fine. matter of fact. And she always, like, every now and then she does, like, a crime. It's like, oh, I know about this one. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing her take on it mm-hmm. because she's just, it. yeah, it's, it's, if I had a crime podcast, she tells it how I probably would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's, yeah, she's good. What's her name? What is her name? Oh, I need to look it up because we should tell people. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to Google girl. Who does murder pod murder stories? Oh, I have it here. Bailey Sariana. Oh, what is it? Bailey Sariana. Okay. And her transformations are quite dramatic as well. Yeah, she's a she's great at makeup. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Uh, all right. While we're while we're doing YouTube recommendations, I want to recommend James Mansfield. Um, be I know I've t- I've mentioned it before, um, but I've never mentioned the name. James Mansfield was a contestant on I think season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race, um, and now has a YouTube channel where in drag James the character um just shows people how to style wigs. Yeah. And I love it. It's a similar thing. So Styles wigs, but at the same time often talks about pop culture. Yeah. And will, you know, just let you in on information about how, oh, uh, at this time, you know, everyone, a lot of people in the, I don't know, probably outside of Scandinavia would know the character Elvira, who, you know, had the boobs and the black wig and the big mm-hmm. hair and would introdu- introduce horror movies. And like in one episode recently, um, James was just, styling a wig and told us all about how Elvira was actually a ripoff of another character. And, you know, like the pop culture mm. stuff is, 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 is really good. And you learn stuff about styling wigs, which you can also use on real hair. Hmm. Like learning how to tease it yeah. and make more volume. And yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 But that's, Actually, I think our listeners, if they have YouTube recommendations um, or if they want to make, if they want to recommend a bad movie for us to watch and debrief on, um, then they should, they should let us know. Yes. Um, They should. uh, Yeah. If, if you, if you listen to this and you're like, oh my God, I have the perfect bad movie. I want them to deconstruct Um, because we've all been in that moment. We've all had that moment where we've seen a movie that's so bad and we're like, I just want someone else to watch it mm-hmm. so I can talk with them about it. Yes. Um, now is your chance. Yeah. Now is your chance. So um, we'll, we'll leave cloud, it. We'll, we'll, we'll give you some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll work out what to watch. But my darling, I think I'm going to have to love you and leave you. Yes. Yes. I think it's time for us to say goodbye. Because I need to go have some food yeah. and get myself to bed before my appointment at the employee office in the morning. <laughs> oh, yes. I need to take a shower and eat something. Mm. 
Because I was a sporty but it's so wonderful. before I you were came <laughs> in here. Were you sporty spice? Oh, Is sporty she ma- spice. Oh, I don't know what action. I, I don't know what actions she has. Sporty space. Sporty space. Um, sporty space. But it's wonderful as always to see you. And we mm-hmm. hope to our listeners we've distracted you from the chaos that is the world. Mm-hmm. And wherever you are, we are here. <laughs> Just tell your friends about us because we can be here for them too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Everybody wants Everybody to be somebody. Everybody wants to be somebody. I'm somebody. Are you somebody? Not everybody can be somebody. Well, I'm somebody and you are nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland, the best country in the world, and I'm a rocker, you lousy backpacker. Go back to Germany!